everyone. I'm Ellery from Alien Bread Clothing, and today I'm here with Allison from The Universe Creates Co. Hi, everyone. I'm Allison. Um, I run the Etsy shop, The Universe Creates Co. Um, I sell stickers, handmade jewelry, and pretty soon I'll be starting to sell apparel. Today we're going to be talking about running your business out of your dorm and what it's like running your business with autism. So, Allison, what compelled you to start your business? I have always wanted to be a small business owner ever since I was like, oh, I don't even know, like 15. And I just decided one day to do it. I, I was like, I don't want to I don't want to hold myself back anymore, you know, and I figured, you know, college, new person or whatever, like you can be the best version of yourself. I was like, why not? It was just purely spontaneous. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. I love that. <laughs> OK, so how long have you had your business? Um, I opened in January. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> okay. Um, so what inspires the niche of, niche of your business? Because I love it. It's so spiritual and witchy, and it's just my favorite. I, I am a pagan witch, and I think that's part of it. But I've always had this unique connection to the universe and to space. And I just wanted to base it off of something that I love. And I mean, I do have like the witchy spiritual type of items, but the other items that I sell are also just so out there. And I think that's why, like, that's another reason I called it the universe creates because it's so broad. It's literally everything that I sell is literally just as broad and chaotic as the universe. And I think that's another reason why I named it that not just the spiritual side of it. That's like, that's perfect. (laughs) I love like, I love your um, earrings and like everything you sell especially like the shoot what are they called <laughs> the card ones yeah are yeah the sun yeah I love those thank Me you and my friends do card readings all the time so yeah I love that um okay so let's get into the college portion of our interview today how long have you been in college what year are you and what college are you going to if you're comfortable discussing that sure I have been in co- I started college in August of last year so August 2020 um so I'm a freshman but um, the way my program works, we go by semester. So I'm a second semester because my program is only two years. Um, oh, gotcha. And I go to Penn State. I go to one of the that. branch campuses of Penn State. So what are you majoring in? I'm uh, radiologic sciences. So x-ray tech. That's so cool. I love that. It's, re- it's a lot of fun. Is it difficult? The schooling is difficult, but mm-hmm. we go to clinical. I'm at the hospital. I go to Hershey Medical Center for clinical. I'm at, I'm on campus right now. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but when I get there and I'm actually doing it, it like it takes all the stress away from the school because like when you're studying it, it's actually really hard to learn it until you go to the hospital and you have patients and you actually do it. So, what are some pros and cons that come with running your business out of your dorm? So, I mean, the pros is that I can't overjunk my workspace because I'm in such a small space. But <laughs> I think that's also kind of a con because it's such a small space that I don't have a lot of room to work and mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of space to store products. So I can't really expand the way that I want to with my business yet. That's why I'm still trying to figure out really how I'm going to be able to sell apparel because I don't really have the space to store overstock. Yeah, that's definitely difficult living in such a small space but wanting to do such big things yeah (laughs) and I mean I think I manage okay but the the way that I want to expand is just like it's not it right now (laughs) your business has such potential to be so big yeah but running out of your dorm and like with the cost of college and everything 
it might it's probably a, a bit more difficult it's a pain <laughs> so how do you balance classes with running your business honestly like running my business is almost like a stress reliever for me so I have classes three days a week this semester I have classes three days a week from eight to six and then I have clinical two days a week from eight to four so when I come home I like to you know, look on Etsy and check out my stats and post on Instagram and make products. And um, it's it's honestly just a stress relief for me. And that's kind of the balance, I guess. Like I have I'm have all the stress of classes and stuff. And then I just, you know, get off my computer and look over and I start making earrings. <laughs> that's like, that's definitely a good thing when you have like, when you're taking such difficult courses you have just like the stress relief of your business. That's, I really love that. Right. Yeah. Once you graduate, are you going to continue running your business? I plan on it. Yes. My That's awesome. program now, I want like th- that is my career, but my business, mm-hmm. I want to almost grow enough to almost overtake it. Yeah. So if my business ends up growing m- more and more to the point where I can't keep up, then I will stop taking x-rays and I will do my business full-time if the opportunity to drop out of college and your business full-time presented itself would you take it I thought about this a lot because like it's something that I've considered mm-hmm. but honestly no only because I want like a life preserver you know what I mean like yeah in case for whatever reason this wouldn't work out the way that I'm planning I have that sort of backup plan I mean I am putting enough time and effort into this that I really hope it does grow the way that Mm -hmm. I want it to and you know I I know that I'm selling I'm putting out there good content I'm selling good products but you know if it doesn't take it doesn't take it's you know it's all about what the customer wants and if the customer doesn't want what I'm putting out there right now then you know I'll focus on x-ray for a little bit I love your planning where it's like you have everything laid out the way that you want it to play yeah and then if like if all else fails and you have um, x-rays exactly yeah that's perfect now we're gonna be talking about autism if you're comfortable of course absolutely so when were you diagnosed with autism that's a funny question I should have been <laughs> diagnosed when I was like three but I uh-huh. wasn't so I went to see a therapist oh god last year I was sitting there for like four hours they have like the markers the things that they look for when diagnosing things like autism and Asperger's ADHD the markers that she used it's also almost like reading off a list I know that sounds really bad but Mm -hmm. to me watching her that's what it looked like and obviously I'm not a professional but like she was um, just checking boxes kind of and those boxes were meant for a little boy not oh, an 18 no. year old girl so I did not get properly diagnosed she said that it's a rule out diagnosis right now so technically I am not officially diagnosed yes. I have another therapist that I plan on seeing sometime this year who has already met me <laughs> she looked at me and I started talking to her she goes do you have autism and I was like <laughs> I was like uh really and like not offended at all because I I knew I knew what I had I knew what I was and she goes you really seem like you do I'm not trying to offend you and I was like no I'm not offended how did you know that 
So I'm just going to start meeting with her for some more autism based therapy, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I'll be I'll be able to better navigate being neurodivergent in a neurotypical world. That's so crazy that the first therapist that you saw, like, was dying diagnosing you the way that she would, like, a five-year-old boy. Literally. But not an 18-year-old girl. It was so ridiculous because... I'm the, so sorry. It was, a, it was a money thing, I think. Like, the test oh. for the adults was more money that the insurance wouldn't pay for. I don't even know. I don't know. Oh, but no. we're, we're trying to get it figured out now. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad I'm you sound someone better. <laughs> I yeah, I am not officially diagnosed, and I you know I don't want all the all the you know people coming after me being like you're self-diagnosing. I mean, my yeah. mom, my mom's a pediatric nurse. She knew it since I was two, uh-huh. and a therapist basically took one listen at me and figured it out. So it's not like <laughs> I'm really self-diagnosing. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're making anything up, right? But it's just it's not official yet. Pretty much. It's yeah. not on paper, but I know who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> um, so what are some everyday struggles that come with being autistic? One of them mainly being talking to patients, uh-huh. because obviously I'm a little socially <laughs> challenged. Yeah. <And> um, <laughs> um, trying to figure out exactly what to say to patients, because I am like I have a trouble with impulse control. Mm-hmm. So. I'll often say things that people will look at me and be like, that's offensive. And I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. It didn't register in my head that that would be offensive. No, I have to yeah. constantly keep myself in check. Especially like now with like everything is kind of fragile mm-hmm. with certain subjects. You just never know. That's, <laughs> that's the biggest everyday one. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the anxiety that comes with it, because I, anxiety is a common symptom of for girls with autism not Uh so much boys but with girls it's a big it's an indicator especially when the anxiety starts at a young age so Mm -hmm. I've always had anxiety and never knew it if that Uh makes sense yeah I never knew what I was feeling and the fact that my senses are all, all all over the place the biggest thing is like brushing my hair oh like I can't brush my hair starting at the top of my head because I'm so sensitive at the top of my head it's uh-huh. so weird. It's it's such a weird thing to like talk about, but it's the truth. And I think it's better that people understand rather than, you know, watch me go into sensory overload over brushing my hair. What are some positive messages that you're spreading with your platform? The biggest one, autism acceptance. Uh-huh. And I say acceptance over awareness because yes, we all need awareness, but if you're spreading awareness the wrong way, then it doesn't help acceptance. Yeah. So by spreading acceptance overall, then we're starting to become a less ableist society, which is what the neurodivergent community needs as a whole, not just autistic people. Okay, so how does being autistic affect running your business currently? Um, honestly, I think it gives me a more, I feel like it makes me more creative. I mentioned how my senses are heightened. I feel like it heightens Mm -hmm. my creativity as well. So it's like an outlet. I love how your business isn't just like, you're not just in it for like money or anything. You're doing it because it's something that relaxes you and keeps you calm. And it's something that I've always wanted to do too. And like with Mm -hmm. this, 
I can not only be creative, but I can mm-hmm. show off my spiritual side, which I can't really do a lot of, around like a lot of my family. So you mentioned that you wanted, you've been wanting to own a business since you were 15, right? Yeah. When you were around that age, what was your like original idea for starting a business? If you could have started a business then, what would you be selling? My idea last year was I wanted to open my own metaphysical shop, which I still do. Uh-huh. Um, but when I was 15, oh geez, um, maybe 21 Pilots merch. Okay, so I think that's all of the questions I have for today. Is there anything else you would like to discuss? Um, no, I think I'm good. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to interview you. So my Instagram is at the Universe Creates Co. My Etsy is the Universe Creates Co. And then I'm on TikTok as well at the Universe Creates Co. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to follow us at Small Biz Big Ideas on Instagram. If you are interested in being a future guest on the podcast, please apply through the application in our Instagram bio. Thanks for listening.